Hello there, it's yourself. Welcome back to Paper Tuesdays with Mark Halpin, Michael Dwyer, Maeve Binchy in the West Wing and Shane Halpin behind the camera. Shout out to those two people. Michael, welcome. Thanks Mark. I'm here to uh, commiserate with you and extend our deep sympathies to the Halpin family yeah. on the dear and loved passing of one Baxter Halpin. Baxter, we lost a real one during the week. Mm. Quite a traumatic experience. We were, um, I don't know what me and Shane were doing, we were talking about something down the hall anyway. Mom was bringing uh, our niece for a walk and she went around the corner and then she started knocking on the sitting room window and said, come here quick, come here quick. So I went down the hall, out through the front door and there was Baxter with his back to me lying on the floor and on the pavement and his shoulder was sort of tucked under him and there was shite coming out of his arse. So I knew straight away he was dead because when people die or when anything dies, it shits, doesn't it? Mm. So I was like, all oh, right, he's dead straight away. And my first thought was that he got run over by maybe like a delivery oh. van or something. Yeah. But apparently there was no signs of that. Yeah. I didn't actually go look at him, but yeah, was there was a delivery van there like 20 minutes beforehand, but like you could tell uh, like he didn't hit him, like you, you could tell when the logs were knocked down or whatever, like there would be marks or bumps there, but yeah, no, I think he must have just had a heart attack or some sort of seizure or something just passed away. He just sort of gave up. Well, not gave up, but like he just, he just dropped like, he had been like maybe sick for like getting sick a few times for the past week maybe. Uh, he was going fairly blind, he walked into the fridge door the other day. And mm. he often like would see him. He walked straight into me one day recently as well. He just yeah, like, he was on the way out. He was gonna die within the next six months, I'd say. So it's better that we weren't watching him die slowly. He yeah. just kind of went, and that was grand. But, but still, he was becoming more intelligent. He was going into the toilet to piddle. <laughs> yeah, he used to know I pissed in there, so he'd follow me in and then piss on the toilet, not in the seat, but on the toilet on the floor. So I was getting blamed for pissing on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I I do piss on the floor sometimes, but I, more I was getting blamed more than I usually do. Right. I discovered if you actually stand over the toilet when you piss, you won't oh. piss on the floor. Or if you don't go on your phone, every <laughs> time you uh-huh. Mark pisses with the door open, and anytime I'm walking up there, I just look in. And Mark's just there. Like, like, <laughs> piss for a minute going. or two, it's like you can't piss that long. He's on the phone. <laughs> piss is hitting the wall on the oh, wow. right hand side. Okay. Yeah, but I, I'm working yeah. on it. Working on it, yeah. Yeah. I know other people who are working on it too. You do them as well, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Someone in your family. Over the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But you're I being, I know you're gonna get better at it. I know, yeah. You're being very misleading the last few like the last twi- twice Ash has been here the last time you're like, should we tell him about the future person? <laughs> and I was like, Ash is pregnant and I was like, Ash pisses on the floor. <laughs> Oh, God. oh yeah. at least we have clarification. Uh, big news. News. Hitler's testicle. All right. What about I've been it? watching a documentary called The Secret Sex Life oh. of Hitler. I was watching it before you, you came moved up. moved straight from Epstein. To <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a man. Me and like, Shane were like, okay. "What's the podcast on today?" And then, like, whatever it was, and I was like, "That'll be that for five minutes." And then a pedophile ring for the rest of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Hitler's sex life. So before, actually, we will get into the topic of what today. No, we don't need to. But yeah, we don't need to talk about the topic. Uh, Hitler only had one testicle. Oh. I, oh, you didn't know this? No. Ash, you surely heard this. I've heard this. Shane, yeah. Hitler had one testicle. Did he overcompensate with it? Like, it was one big one. No. To make well, up for two. Well, I, apparently not. Uh, right. So, uh, you would he- think that maybe he had testicular cancer or something, but no, he was born that way. He had congenital diseases. I don't know what congenital means. It and just I, meant that his testicle never dropped as a child it never dropped there we go i would have pretended i knew what congenital meant if we didn't have a nurse with us <laughs> uh, thanks Maeve. thanks Maeve. <laughs> uh, yeah so he never had a right testicle 
he had a hole in the end of his penis that wasn't the other hole. So he had two holes in the end of his penis. So it used to leak after he pissed. So this was uh, discovered by his classmates in school when he'd go piss behind a tree and then he'd come back leaking afterwards. And so this was, these were abnormalities. His parents were second cousins. No wonder he was so angry. Exactly. Yeah, that's what they reckon. It's an overcompensation. Uh, his parents were second cousins from an area in Austria that was uh, a peasant area and there was, there was a history of inbreeding in there. So his parents were second cousins, their parents could have been related, their parents could have been related. So he was a product of this and that's what would have caused that. He also had respiratory issues and things like that. Very interested in the secret sex life of Hitler. He also was a massive drug addict towards the end of his life. He had a right hand man who was his doctor. And he would like, Hitler always, because he was sick, like he was inbred or whatever, he had congenital problems. He always had these doctors, but he was always sick. And then he found this man who would inject him with vitamins. And it's the vitamins slowly turned into more drugs. And Hitler was actually like, there's, this is documented that Hitler was uh, being administered cocaine, amphetamines, and uh, the then version of Oxycontin. So he was taking uppers and downers all the time, cocktails of it. And as toward, it got worse then at the end of the world, World War Two, at like 1943, he was getting, he went every day from August to the end of September taking cocaine and then the sedatives obviously at night as well. So Hitler was like a diminishing man. He had Parkinson's by the end of his life. Did he? Yeah. This is all like stuff you wouldn't read about in school. No. Obviously. Elizabeth Russell never taught me this. <laughs> or how to spin tracks. <laughs> Spin tracks. Spin tracks. Oh yeah, yeah. She was a DJ. update. I saw the man who worked oh, in tracks yeah. in the Ashdown. He's still alive. <laughs> Father now. Father now. Still bald. <laughs> Unfortunately, he, he can't have it all. <laughs> he was some man for picking out trainers, though. He said that he was convinced that men take longer picking out trainers than women. Do you Ash, agree with him? What do you think? Oh yeah. Trainers. 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 He was the trainer. Oh. <laughs> the trainer says. I don't know. There, there you go. I have to go for a run around the shop to make sure they're fastened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TBC. Yeah. Uh, I used to get my shoes in Clarks sometimes. Oh. No, at official schools when I was out in business. Or official shoes. But they, <laughs> I used to get the light up ones. Oh, yeah. And had yeah. mirrors that were only showed your feet. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're get the angles. All the angles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2016. Yeah. 2016. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You were a big Clarks man, I'd say. Uh, yeah, well, Mother, you know, it's traditional, and we go to what do you call it? Uh, was it Giffney's or Godkins? Giffney's is still there. Godkins was opposite Giffney's. Yeah. Godkins. Went to Godkins. Is he there? No. Godkins. No, he's well long gone. Munchkin's Where? Toys is there now. Godkins was a step back in time, you know. Yeah. There was. Uh, yeah, we. There was the little go, mirrors. Yeah. I remember, yeah, they measure your feet, like down your toes. Yeah. They put the put your on a little metal thing and it felt weird and they pressed down on a little slider. Yeah. Our sign is up in the theatre. Is it? Ash sent me a snapshot of it. I say it's the old one. No, it's not. Oh, they've got a new one done up. Just they, it was a oh, it's on the it was on the yoke, the, the bingo board. Bingo. On the bingo board, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not the graphic. We'll have a graphic soon. Yeah. It was round two. We have some guests. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, apparently my dad Frico has been asking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have it soon, won't we, Shane? Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll have it now in a week or two. Yeah. Speaking of Snapchat, sorry. Go on, go on. <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> I'm loving this. Speaking of Snapchat, my data has been leaked. 
Oh, I haven't given. I signed it because I I'm back on social media. I didn't last the Paddy's Day. Baxter got you back. Baxter, that was it. I had yeah. to go on and post the Baxter, and then I was sucked back in. Mm. I downloaded Snapchat to see what was there. Uh, uh so <laughs> I went into Snapchat and said, "You've been in a data leak or whatever. Change your password." So I went in on that, and then I went and opened my Snapchats, and I had one from Breed of one day when I was walking around up here in the dip. <laughs> I opened it, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot about that. It was from a weeks ago." Like, and then I was like. My data has been leaked. <laughs> <laughs> right. I look good, yeah. though. I don't care if it gets out. Good, good. <laughs> and on a perfect time, it actually, I'm going to bring this up. Today marks the start of the third trimester Ooh. of... Uh, Matt yeah. of Breed Halpin, or sorry, Breed Brown. Breed, oh, um, Breed Halpin go to <laughs> <her> trimester. <laughs> but anyway... She hasn't told us. Very excited. No. Yeah. Just keeping it well on the wraps. Yeah. Uh, very exciting. Exciting uh, stuff. Another, another progression stone. Uh, another milestone. Milestone. Yeah, that's stone. it. Thanks. Another limestone. <laughs> uh, yeah, 12 weeks till from today. Wow. Until the baby arrives. Well, give or take. Like, this could be early, could be late. Mm. Uh, on Breed's app today, so they have these apps. Apparently, do you know women have apps to track their periods? Yeah, recently I learned that. You learned that? Well... Well, Michael, still not pregnant. <laughs> and they put into their app how many times you have sex. Oh, do they? Yeah, I know everything. I, I know everything. Um, that app, when you become pregnant, you tell it becomes pregnant. That app then becomes your pregnancy app. Oh, so it'll tell you you're this far pregnant. Your baby looks like this. You're, you'll be feeling this, and it gives like diagrams and all this shit. So this app, Breed has was saying today. That the baby from today can experience REM sleep. Wow. So the baby can dream. Oh my God. Theoretically. That's incredible. It's having REM sleep. What is it dreaming about? Because yeah. it hasn't seen anything. Yeah. Is it tapping into the collective unconscious? It has to be. Oh. It has to be. There has to be <laughs> a, like a previous life where it got tombstoned by a child in the playground and then it goes back and lives this life of the peasants like Alex Jones. <laughs> like Alex Jones. <laughs> well, do you know, I was reading, uh, shout out to Carl Young. Mm. Uh, reading his friend of the show, <laughs> friend of the show, he's 60 years dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he, um, I'm reading his red book at the moment. Oh, what's his red book? Oh, it's, oh, it's <laughs> excitement, communism. it's where he had <laughs> no, no communist, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, no, he, um, this is where his imagination experiments are logged, Ooh. and it's like his free writing. It's okay. imaginative writing. But it, it starts with a bit of a biography. And right. since we're, this starts with us, you talk about how your child is dreaming at the moment. Well, mm. Carl Jung had dreams, Mark. Oh. And obviously he talked about them a lot. But he had 14 dreams before the start of, before a certain date, let's say. Mm. And he thought he was losing his mind. He thought he was actually going insane. Right. And then it was only after the night of, the day after the 14th dream that he realised these dreams were actually not his a reflection of him going insane, but the reflection that the in fact a World War One was about to get underway. Jesus. So he was implying that there was a connection between the two, and this apparently is an explanation of the collective unconscious. Now I don't know. I still don't fully understand the grasp that, like right. how his dreams can reflect an international context that has blown up on, like it blew up all of a sudden there with. It was a chance encounter that triggered the First World War. Someone, just one assassination attempt or something. Do you know that? Or it was it was one random murder in oh the Hungarian or something. Franz Ferdinand. Yes. 
Franz Duke, Franz Ferdinand was a band, wasn't it? Yeah. Football? There was a footballer as well. He was Rio Ferdinand. Les and Rio Ferdinand were footballers. Yeah. Franz, Franz Ferdinand, Ferdinand sounds right, I think. Yeah. yeah. Liz Franz Russell, Ferdinand well done. <laughs> Liz Russell, thank you. Um, just speak on that connection of dreams, the mm. collective unconscious. Right. Right. Uh, have you seen Bert Kreischer's Netflix special, Secret Time? Okay, no. That's Bert Kreischer is the comedian who done the machine joke. Remember the Russian mafia? Oh, the one, he was very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got, we'd want him over there now at the moment. Yeah. (laughs) So he has, uh, like, more comedy, obviously, than just that. His latest Netflix special is called Secret Time. And in it, he's telling a story about how when him and his family were on holiday, uh, and they're having breakfast the next morning, and his daughter comes to the table and uh, goes, hey, big man, uh, how about them dreams last night? And they all just stop for a second and pause that. I was like, does, does she think we all have the same dreams? <laughs> and uh, they were like, his wife was like saying, you know, th- we don't all have the same dreams or whatever. And he was sat there thinking to himself, I had two dreams about this child last night. And then she, he like, she like winked at him and goes, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> so <laughs> there's just evidence that could be true. That's crazy. That yeah. is mad. Um, Right, wow, dreams, yeah. Um, there's something else. Oh, yeah, the, you know what? The, the Peterson talk, talk about the dreams. Um, he he was he has a song, or you know that Akira the Don, the new album has yeah. a song about dreams, and it's one that uh, this little child uh, and the revel- relevance of dragons in dreams. Right, it's very interesting uh, that the, the little child imagined that he would have to kill the dragon in the dream, and the fact that there were dragons in the house at the time, dragons so to speak, mm. mythologically, mm. in that his parents would then have a divorce a year later. Wow. So, yeah, mm. interesting. It's stuff we know but don't want to know. Yeah, yeah. And that's the focus of the whole story then about how the mother says to the child, oh, there's no such thing as dragons, but then the dragon got bigger. You're wrong, bitch. Got bigger. <laughs> and then there wasn't a problem until the dragon ate the house. Mm. So anyway, these are only little old stories that we like to enjoy here on Paper Tuesdays. So if you would like to support the child that will come into the world in another trimester, there's only one thing for you to do. You can go on to the Patreon that the Mark and the Breed have invented uh, to serve you and fulfil you over the next few weeks. You yes. can, it's only four euro a month. Four euro a month. What do you call it again? Uh, hey, oh baby. Hey, oh baby. No, oh, oh baby. Oh baby. I keep calling it hey baby to annoy her because I... <laughs> No, it's the wrong name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's oh baby, it's on oh baby. The link is in Breed's Instagram bio. Mm. Um, also, our Patreon, yes, Tuesdays.com forward slash Patreon. New episodes weekly. Yes, indeed. Yeah, lots yeah, to look forward lots of to. Content there. Mm. Yeah, I cursed last week. You said yeah. a bad word. We said a bad word, and I forced Jane to do fifteen minutes of labour because <laughs> of uh, my little preconceptions. What did you say? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Onwards, Michael. What's Onwards, the poppy? The topic, the, topic? <laughs> the topic is work. <laughs> I was going to say the future of work because I thought, oh, we're in such an interesting time now. People are going back to the offices that they so much loved and mm. desired to be in. And now they're back in there and how we're going to evolve. But then I thought, maybe we should just broaden it up and talk about work generally because it's something that we haven't done. Mm. Uh, Mark, you read Sapiens before. Yes. What did, you, did work come into that? Because obviously it is a huge part of human history. Yeah, well, trade kind of came into it. Okay. That if I um, spend years learning how to make fish hooks, then I can go and trade those fish hooks with a man who cuts sticks or something for his sticks. 
So by me learning a trade, I can then supply him with something and he can supply something for me with the trade. Mm. Yeah. That, was, I that was kind of mostly what I can remember about working that. Mm. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I was just looking it up and like how even our perception of work has probably changed as our societies have become more democratic. Like mm. initially, uh, back back, um, I was just listening to a YouTube video on the way here while Ashton was trying to get some sleep. And uh, <laughs> yeah, over did you, the YouTube video, over the YouTube, yeah. Somehow she does it. I don't know how. Yeah, I can't do that. It's very boring. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the the video was tracking how you know Aristotle said that it was impossible to grow intellectually while sustaining a work while working. Yeah. Um, Augustine said, you know, you're just going to have to suffer, up or suffer, suck it up. We're all going to be suffering our whole lives and all we can look forward to is God's kingdom and the time to come. Um, I probably dispute that now anyway. Um, and then Luther apparently came along and his idea of work was that, you know, there actually is more merit in the woman milking the cow than uh, any holy person doing holy things mm. so he kind of was trying to bring out the idea that uh, god could be president more in the everyday work and then eventually we come into how work can be um, an exchange of uh, a service like michelangelo in exchange for value so in providing value and i suppose there is some value in there is some exchange of value in the example that you provided there mm. um but I think where we are now, and then I didn't realize that Marx, Marx was a hard worker. I give Marx a hard time because I just think of Marx and I go, you, he's <laughs> going to talk about that we all give away our money and that's it then. But mm. maybe there is more to Marx. Mm. He worked hard, 12 hour days. And his big thing was that capitalism is just, um, capitalism doesn't allow for people to express themselves and to find their soul's meaning and this sort of thing. So mm. there was that sort of lofty aspirationalism behind Marx. Yeah. Um, but that, Marx was 100 years ago. Mm. And I don't think we still have found it. Like we're still, I think people are now starting to see that there are other ways to life bar the nine to five. Yeah. And I think our previous generation found meaning in the nine to five and the pensionable job and the work for job for life and you know the happy retirement and off we go mm. but I, I that's that's not on offer for today's society so what is mark why what where do you think work is going to go so that's a broad overview of where yeah. i think about work no, that was very good uh the nine to five is still available Largely Please. to most people, I think, but I think uh, the barriers to entry are very low for entrepreneurship now. So people are taking advantage of that. Like everyone has like a, an Instagram page for something they're selling or a service they're providing. I think that with the Internet, it's just ever expanding and it's just going to keep expanding. Like it's not getting any smaller. So but then again, there is the physical aspects of the world that people need to supply. You know, like mm. we need plumbers, we need carpenters, we need people to fucking make tellies we need people to put parts together granted they all live in asia but <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke uh, it's not actually a joke that does happen um, <laughs> but what uh what you're saying about um who was the first man who said that you you can't find any kind of enlightenment or creativity when you're working uh, aristotle five i do agree with that uh because like i worked in a factory before and my job literally from quarter to nine until half five was I had I sat in a chair and there was a bag of fittings here 
sorry, there was fittings in three boxes here. There was plastic bags here. I'd put three of those fittings into a plastic bag, put it into a box. I had to get a sheet of wood, put two things on the side of it, two metal bars, by pressing them together in a machine, and then put that in the box with the three fittings, close the box, and leave it to the side where a forklift would come and pick it up. And I did that every day, five days a week, quarter nine till half five. And that was it, you know. So how did you listen to a podcast? Did you have any means of expression at that time? I wasn't supposed to, but I did. So I did listen to podcasts yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, so I was able to learn within that time. But again, what am I, if I just stay there and that, I can listen to all the fucking podcasts I want. That's all I'm going to be really yeah. contributing to society. Yeah. So. That's the catch, isn't it? There is. But we need people to work is the other thing. We need people to work. But I, I suppose with the rise of machines, like um no, it wasn't watching you, it was watching with your mother, may have been she. Um <laughs> I uh there was Barbara. this who Barbara Binchy. Was that her are you making are you yeah, just going with this? Yeah, or, yeah, so myself and Barbara were watching uh in these um new airports. She loves airport documentaries. Loves them, <laughs> loves them to bits. And anyway, they're they're really technical now. If there's a, a bag gone for the car, uh, cargo, mm. um, but it's been flagged for security things, mm. a little machine finds its way and brings it to a security man, and the security man then just opens the bag, and then when he's finished with it, the the machine trolley just follows a trail back and brings it back into the flow again. Jesus. So these are examples of how, where before the the, the expansion of energy in getting that bag and rummaging it over here and said that's all gone, that the person doesn't have to think about it and the folks have their job and their little, little station and it's all hunky-dory. Mm. So they're, they're positive examples of how we can flourish. And I suppose that's where we'd like technology to take us. Yeah, that's where Elon is bringing us. Anyway. Yeah. Gone. Well, and then he goes to and Mars when they all turn against us. Shout out to Elon. Oh, Mars. Elon's going to Mars. We're all staying here. Oh, right. Well, shout out to Elon. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, he's given the Ukrainians the internet at the moment, apparently. Evan told me that the satellite, uh, because the Russians are trying to tamper with the internet, mm. Elon is uh, giving them free Wi-Fi. Wow. So they, they need it. like. And uh, your man who owns Chelsea is selling Chelsea and giving it a brand Yeah. My father and I... Oh, sorry, you were going to say but. And no, no, go say, on. Okay, my father and I had a, a, a proper theological... A tete-a-tete. Yes, yesterday. We had a proper debate over Abramovich. Right. And my father was kind of saying that, oh, he's still not great even though he's given his money away or whatever mm. because he the source of his money was stolen from the Russian people mm. I was kind of thinking I I don't expect I don't place any I don't expect any thing from Abramovich mm. he could he got his money he may have got it from a cavern up of wealth among the top tier of Putin's comrades but that's that's Russia mm. they're not a democracy that's Russia maybe <laughs> <laughs> They're not <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but they're not a democracy so like I don't my father was going to say I just want them to act in a democratic way he should not have taken that money from the Russian people with peasants everywhere in the country um, yeah. do you who, where do you fall Mark do you think that Abramovich is a grand fella trying to see the best in Chelsea football or this thug of sorts who has wealth that he should not have extracted and is just downright ugly. 
Yes, it could be uh, uh, what's it called like a media thing, you know, take the heat off him a bit for where the source of his money is. I also have to go back on something here now that we're talking about Russia. I was informed, I said on the podcast last week that Russia is a communist country. It's not. It's an oligarchy. So it's different. Russia is essentially a capitalist system. But all the money goes to very few at the top. And so it's not... Michael explained this to me, my brother. He's like, because something to do with the airports. Because it has airports or something, it's considered capitalist. But all the money is... like it, It's basically a Ponzi scheme. Like all the money goes to the mm. top. A bit like communism. Do they you Yeah. I that I I didn't know that. That's mm. good to know. Uh, I I thought that Putin's ideology is espousing communism. That you know he is. This is the great Russian dream. But maybe that's from it's a lack of knowledge. It's kind of like a fake communism, though, isn't it? Yeah. Because he's and it actually is communism, but mm. he's telling everyone it's not. Yes. But they do have a vote. Yeah. But it's oh yeah one vote. But it has to be. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you're dead. Yeah. yeah. So it's a fake democracy. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So Putin was in the KGB originally, and I don't know the story, and I've only heard one tale of it. But he was in the KGB. He got elected to president. He then was president or whatever. Is it president in Russia? Yeah. No, he was prime minister. Prime minister. The K- KGB. Yeah. For four years. Or mm. like and then he was like went to vice president for a couple of years. Then went yeah. back up to president again. Mm-hmm. And it's like these very few like people at the top that keeps alternating between rotating yeah so um but they've what they've tracked back it like anytime putin goes down in the polls he starts a world war or not a world war but he starts a war or an invade somewhere oh. to get to rally the russian people behind him again so it's like he's oh. gonna lead us in this war or whatever right there's also talk that we discuss this already that he's a brain tumor He's a brain tumor. Um, you said that, yeah. It was on, I think, Archie. French and Sorry. Polish news channels mm. that there's like this conspiracy theory that he has like some sort of neurological issue and mm. people are kind of querying whether it's a brain tumor because just of his, you know, he used to be really like slim and trim and kind of look really well, but mm. he's really like puffy in his face and he looks like someone who's on like high doses of steroids. Mm. And I don't know, there's something to do with his behaviour and, I don't know, obviously people have looked into it, mm. but there's, like, this conspiracy theory going around that he has, like, a neurological issue and that's why he's gone absolutely insane. Yeah, mm. I'd believe it. Mm. He, uh, apparently he makes 100000 a year as the president, but because of all, like, the c- corruption there, he has a $7 billion mansion <laughs> with an aqua disco, which is a disco made of an aquarium, a nightclub made out of aquarium in his oh. house. Aquarium is a fish, what, a fish house. He has a disco in a fish tank. The, the nightclub room and all the walls are oh aquarium my gosh. in his house. We need that Nels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's mad. Who even thought of that? Yeah. Wow. Putin, yeah. And then you look at people on the ground floor in Russia who he's leading. They're supposed to be looking ground after. Floor, yeah. yeah. Is he the woman in the protest? Seventy-year-old no. woman. No. Or there's this old woman in a protest, and she's she's dead now. Anyway, I'll tell you that <laughs> one. Um, but Tim Dillon goes, "Don't don't like this." She had a bomb strapped to her. Anyway, another news. Shane has real news that mm. he brings us, and uh, Shane, the Super Bowl ring. Oh yes. It's mad so, stuff. Yeah, I sent like I, I 
it was talked about on Joe Rogan's podcast and it came up on my TikTok and I remember I seen a story a while ago but I think it was in 2013 or 2014 when after the Patriots won the Super Bowl for whatever reason Robert Kraft the Patriots owner was over in Russia visiting Putin had a meeting with Putin and uh, obviously had a Super Bowl winning ring on him and Putin was like oh that's a very nice ring let me see that and Robert Kraft took it off gave it to Putin and Putin put it in his hand or put it on and this, uh, he said something. He said, I could kill a man with this. Yeah, and walked away. And like his guy just surrounded it. Robert Kraft was trying to ask for it back, and he never got it back. So he just fucked off with the ring. Ring worth uh, tens of thousands of dollars. And uh, obviously, Kraft like, went back to like the American government or whatever, seeing like, is there any way we can demand this ring back? And they were like, nope. <laughs> we can't do that. And then Kraft came out and made a public statement basically to save face saying that. I it was a gift and he can have it and it's my it's my gift to Putin and all this and I love the Russian people and <laughs> he just had an, another one made for himself. <laughs> mad, isn't it? Absolutely mad. In other um, news, oh, Bitcoin okay. is down three point four three percent. Oh Jane. Keeps man. going down. Really? It's Russian owned. It's is it? Bitcoin. A Russian made. Is it? Yes. I did not know that. Thank you, Maeve, our crypto <laughs> expert. Maeve Vinci. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it, it has really strong Russian links. I don't know oh. if it like, originates from Russia or something, but it was one of the things, you know, like oil, gas, coal, steel. It yeah. was one of the things that was named as wow. going to fail. Bitcoin. Mm. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but crypto... Uh, the Zelensky and the Ukrainian government are selling NFTs to fund the war effort against the Russians. Right. Wow. So NF is Logan NFTs Paul are based on supporting these. <laughs> he actually. Oh, sorry. Jake Paul is fighting Putin. In a yeah. Fight. Is Logan Paul related to Jake? Brothers. Be God. Yeah. And what does Logan do? Uh, for her crush? He buys Pokemon cards. What does he? Right? He bought three million worth of Pokemon cards that turned out to be fake. Oh. Right. Yeah. They were supposed to be first edition or whatever. Three right. million box open and never fake. Yeah. Uh, Logan's also an influencer. It would be his main an job. Yeah. That's interesting because to tie it back in, as I like to do, into your thing earlier about the selling the fish hooks. Yeah. Well, Logan Paul didn't go back to the first. You have to do the early work to flourish in the later work. Yeah. <laughs> Logan Paul didn't do the work. No, he didn't do the work. Didn't in, buy Pokemon cards. In, well, maybe yeah. he did. Who, who fucking yeah, knows who, anymore? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, how do you feel about Ukraine and all? Or do you want to talk about it, Mark? Uh, no, it's a sensitive subject for me. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I don't know. I don't know. What's, what's the latest? Like, what is the re most recent thing that's happened? They were supposed to be at the border to talk, but they didn't. Yeah, and apparently someone was telling me, Evan was telling me yesterday. I think, Evan, our correspondent in Ukraine. <laughs> 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 that the... Uh, no, it was, sorry, I take it back, it was Podge. And our he our Russian correspondent, Podge Dwyer. <laughs> yes, Podge has heard from the front lines that these talks that they have are not peace talks. Oh. That they, and he actually, Podge actually heard it from a fisherman, so this is legit oh. now, that um, the, they don't, they, these are talks, but like on the inside, they're actually Russians saying, okay, we will surrender if you do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, you know, but you were they're not going they're to, not going to do that. Yeah, 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 they're not yeah. going to reach a solution. So, yeah, and when, the when does Sleepy Joe wake up and take action? That's it. <laughs> he said he was going to do something, and then he took a nap. But, <laughs> but the world thought that Trump was the problem. I got to say, guys, Trump wasn't the problem. Ooh, because <laughs> Trump was the solution. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Another news. Uh, f fuel has gone up. Uh, fuel has gone up. Yeah, we're up to two euro a litre now, guys. And uh, I heard, I saw a tweet there that one man has cracked the solution because he didn't care. He thought green this diesel. Was green. <laughs> and that man is me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this man had a tweet of, oh yeah, that um, he his solution was, he doesn't know why people go on about the price of diesel. He just gets 20 euros worth and he always gets 20 euro and it's always 20 euro. Doesn't go up or down. Yes. He has Smart. cracked the solution. I do that. Yeah. 50. <laughs> I never look at it. Do you go by leaders? A bit, I yeah. I always yeah. go by money. Yeah, I do the same. Yeah. I just put 20 or 50 euro in the tank. Well, I yeah, but you know less. that you're yeah, getting less. Yeah, 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 but this man, this man thought, oh, sure, it's always 20, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> no, we need that man swaggering. That's, like. that's the way I think about it. I'm always like, oh, 50 euro diesel. I've yeah. 50 in it. 50 euro? Yeah, now I have 50 euro diesel. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually did, no, I won't confess to that on the <laughs> podcast. For the Patreon? Patreon. Lovely. Yeah, Look forward to, to it. Something on the Patreon. Great. That's great. I love those moments. Uh, five aside, I did five aside last Monday night, Mark. Yeah. I have had for 20, how old? I'm 26. For 26 years, I have had an apprehension towards soccer. Haven't yeah. been able to embrace no, it. hatred, I think. <laughs> oh, hatred. right. Yeah. I was trying to be politically correct, but no. Mavis, yes. Okay. Hatred. I've had a hatred for soccer. I don't know. I just haven't been able to get into this ground football dimension. I take it all back. I take it all back. There's a skill in soccer. How they tackle without just clumping the man onto the floor, I do not know. Because that's all I wanted to do as I ran around the Castletown indoor. <laughs> Um, who else was playing? Who did you hurt? I, I hurt Paddy Dwyer and I take <laughs> Paddy, a blood relative, like, you know, there is blood, a third cousin or whatever. And yes, shout out to Paddy. Uh, he got the, he felt my wrath. <laughs> and um, yeah, but it's a great sport. And I can't believe how people our age that are, you know, high up in the GA and, you know, heavily involved in senior level hurling actually get a kick out of it. And I think it's because there are no rules. It's just chaos. <laughs> Soccer, yeah. But yeah, five aside, like, you know, oh, five aside, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like it's just run around and it's just, but they take it so serious in that, like, even though the ball can go anywhere, there's a freedom to it that they enjoy, I think. Yeah. Uh, I played in goal, man. You played in goal, and I was quite. I got. I was. I was actually hilarious. Actually, <laughs> I got down really low, and I saved a great save. A great. Uh, I was described by one old Malloy as. Um, I'll find the task now, <laughs> but then yeah, fantastic save. And then the next one, I got. I caught it just beneath my legs. And I let it in believe it. Ah, no. <laughs> it was hilarious. But yes, I was described by Omelai as Edwin van der Sar. So there you go. <laughs> van der Sar. <laughs> so, five aside, I highly recommend it to everyone. And uh, it's a great place to find podcast guests because that's where, just before podcast, or just before podcast, just before five aside, uh, Shane Byrne was kicking about and I went up to him and said, sorry, Shane, now I know this isn't the great time. You've just run around there. But uh, would you be interested in a podcast that I would have? Mark Halpin. It's called Paper Tuesdays. Yes, score a little theatre, 22nd of April. And Shane Byrne said, yes, you'll say yes too as our tickets come out next week. Namaste. Come to see the mullet. The mullet. The mullet is there. And so too is one Gary Spike O'Sullivan, yep. who is uh, worth uh, quite a lot of money. Hmm. More than the four of us put together at the moment. That's ruled out in a few years' time. 
when the Bitcoin comes through, isn't that right, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, back sorry. to the Bitcoin. Yeah, thanks. Thank I uh, looked up why the Bitcoin is failing. Yeah. Because Russian people had so much investment in Bitcoin, and all the sanctions that have been placed on Russia and their wealth have led to the decrease in the Bitcoin. Oh. So to borrow a phrase from one Shane Halpin, I think we should buy in the dip. Favorite yes. <laughs> Tuesday is buying the dip. Buying the dip. Yeah. Anything else on work? We, oh, sorry. You no, no, go on. I was getting ready for your. <laughs> I was just Speaking of work, yeah. Randall's hands have been in overtime today. Oh? Oh, so have they? It's all, have all hand movements. Flying. He was at a match. I have. Ref, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I don't know. I found it more expressive. Maybe it's because my chakras are all aligned. And now. Now. Yeah. Uh, I went to. Yes, I went to Reiki. Reiki. Ah, oh, yes. How have we already got to this now? <laughs> yeah, Go it, last night was yeah. the one collect kids in it and it was absolutely marvellous. Oh, she does a chat. I remember you telling me that. Uh, yeah. What happened? What happened? We had a chat. Yeah. Lay in the bed. Yeah. Uh, she got the crystal. Did the work. Uh, everything that I do yeah. ends up with someone just like with something dropping or falling <laughs> remember it was the arm it had to drop or fall but this time it's a crystal and it has to go in a circle or it goes across its waist or something yeah so we had a little bit of uh we had blockages in the throat heart and uh root right and uh anyway she blocked your root <laughs> she, <laughs> she got <laughs> onwards <laughs> onwards <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm blocked now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Go back. What happened next? <laughs> I've got to leave this couch in the mystery. Uh, uh, she said that there was a lot of energy. And, uh, <laughs> the big deal. <laughs> Oh, God, that's the last time I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> well, it was fantastic. It was great. Uh, I felt great relief from it anyway, so. <laughs> so you would recommend they don't actually, t they, don't actually they don't touch you what? in Reiki. They don't touch you. Oh, they got What they do? That wasn't Reiki, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not this, not that, not this, not this. For our audio listeners, he's touching his head. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but it's, it's brilliant! It's brilliant. We just—I think we all should do with a bit of that now. And was it relaxing? Like, was it the? Real I felt great relief from it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. One of uh, Breed's friends friends is learning Reiki at the minute. Okay. And she said she wanted to practice on Breed. And I said, absolutely no fucking way. Oh. Imagine they put oh, yeah. negative energy into mm. the baby. No mm. way. No. No way. No. Little Damien. Not on my watch. Da Damien. Damien L. <laughs> the fanny man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I think can't he's... say that. Friend of the show. Friend Are you going to take it? <laughs> So work, we, we just have to keep working. <laughs> keep uh, working. Keep doing the work when it comes to the Reiki. 
Um, right, yeah. Is, right. Uh, sorry, what? Uh, Reiki, were there any more questions on that? or what, Where were we? Reiki is good. Is reading that similar to like osteopaths do? Isn't that like, or is that osteopath is like they tell by your toes or your feet, isn't it? Sorry, I clearly didn't explain. I did a Michael Dwyer on this. Sorry. So the seven chakras, and she had this crystal chain, and the, there's the I'll try and go with it. The, there's the crown, there's the third eye, there's the throat, there's the heart, there's the sacral, there's the solar plexus, and there's the root. <laughs> I think your roots are supposed to be your feet. No, that's something to do with being grounded. And the root is down here somewhere. So now, great stuff. Great stuff. Sorry, Shane, I didn't finish the explanation. So, yeah, so the seven areas then, we got the crystal, do the wavy thing, and she was able to tell them whether they were open or closed. And then she would try to try and use positive energy to open them up. And she was able to tell me thing, insights that she had learned from moving the energy at the end that opened my mind a little bit. But I did feel great relief from it. And did it make sense to you? Yeah, big time. But it, but it opened my eyes as well. And were they highly personal things she was able to tell about you? It was just one more general thing. Like, mm. all this hippy-dippy stuff. Right. We're not going to look for answers. We're not going to say, that's it. But we are going to say that we could be, our purpose could be greater than a nine-to-five. It could be greater mm. than something, greater than the ordinary. It could, that we could be, that it could be about living the extraordinary lives and living life to the full. And that's, why I'm into this, and that's why, um, that's the purpose of it. So, in, I would uh, like to clarify yeah. that your root is the base of your your spine, <laughs> and not all oh, right, not the any not your or root. pubic root. areas. Oh, all right. Organ, no. All yeah. oh, right, okay. No, no there yeah. you go. The right. man who went for his right you know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so now, so I, as you were saying, work is. <laughs> Soul destroying, and we should all stop. Soul, yeah, ever. Yeah. Monday morning, and ever enough. So. What you're saying about what was it? Your point about marks as well was um, something people could let their creative energy flow if they didn't have to work all day, wasn't it? Something. Uh, yeah, like um, yeah. He he blames capitalism for that, but Aristotle was the main one that said, "Well, yeah, it's possible kind of shared theory." But sure, Aristotle was in a completely different time era. But they don't take into account the fact that people are inherently lazy. That people will always take the path of least resistance. It doesn't like special few people that actually actually want to do something or know what they want to do are going to do that. The rest are going to sit under hole and look for free stuff. Mm. This is the challenge, isn't it? Yep. This is the how challenge. do we fix it? Cattle well. prods. <laughs> no more job seekers. Cattle prods. <laughs> Onwards. Onwards. <laughs> There's only one solution for this, ladies and gentlemen, and that's to phone a friend. I've been talking about phoning people lately. Um, Where's the drunk man wandering the roads? Oh yeah, that's who we're getting. He's get supposed on to this. be here. Oh yeah, yeah. Chris Tarrant. How are you, mate? How are you, James? You're not. You're late. On time is late. 
Yeah, I'm in French's. Ah! What's going on in French's? Well, I'm having a pint. Oh. <laughs> What's the occasion, James? How you're you're having a great day altogether, aren't you? Ah, yeah, sure. Saturday, why not go out and celebrate? You know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. When you're, when you're, are we live? You're live, yeah. You are live. Good, yeah. good, 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 good. good. good I have a couple of things I want to get off my chest here now, and we're going to start off with liars. Go on. <laughs> right. Oh, no, I, I actually didn't think you were going to call me out on that. I thought you'd come across me. Um, no, I'm having a great day. That's all is good. Uh, it's a bright sunny evening here in French's backyard, a balmy temperature with the wind flowing roughly at 1.2 knots in a southeasterly direction, and it's just a fucking lovely evening now in general. But what about the liars, James? Bastards. Every one of them. Oh, every one of them. Yeah, every one of them. Nothing worse. That stamp lad, awful liar. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. James, what is the occasion? Why are you drinking on the roads of Castletown at four o'clock on a Saturday afternoon? I have family over from, from across the pond and I said, we shut up. We'll go out for dinner and my grandmother's and we walked out. I said, I'll walk down that far and have a pint with him and sure yes, we ended up trenches. I'm going up to Brown now there in a while and then he always played music in him. And I've been learning my rebel songs and we're, you know, we're ready for a good night out. Oh, that's great. That's, that's great, James. And will he go to Pally Blues again? No, not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. No. It wasn't really our scene. Huh? It wasn't really our scene. Oh, James, there was a lot going on there now. I didn't know where to look. <laughs> <laughs> there was mighty cracking loads of frolics. There was pioneers and alcoholics. There was Clacking, spoke in the FCA, there was lads singing free Nikki Kelly in the IRA, it was all gone. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> it was all gone, all gone. But look, we have a night out there. We'll, uh, we'll get Dwyer in there for the stag mark. We'll just blindfold him and something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, James. That's fantastic. Right, um, sound, man. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you soon. Good night, God bless. Good night, God bless. Good night. That was the manager of Newtown Mount Kennedy Football Club there, James Flood. Newton Mount Kennedy. Newton Mount Kennedy, as he yeah. called him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, any uh, parting thoughts? No parting thoughts, Michael. Work could be good or bad. It could be good. Let's, let's make the most of it and try and... Uh, uh, let's work on our root chakras and then we'll all be better people. But that? most importantly, whistle while you work. Whistle hey, while you work. Play the star of County Down. Please. Sign up to Patreon. Sign up to our Patreon. Buy our live show tickets when they come out. It will be good. We have a star-studded lineup. We have two boxers. We have one rugby playing waste disposal manager. We have a man with a mullet. That's the same man as the last one. <laughs> I'll be there. Michael will be there. Yeah. Babe Vinci will be there. Live. Shane will be there. You'll be there. Yes. See you next week. Woo!